Hello, welcome to the Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV-related news, including movies premiering this week, box office numbers, DVD, Blu-ray streaming releases, and any noteworthy developments in the movie world. It's April 7th, 2018. I'm Michael. And I'm Shannon. How did the box office turn out last weekend? So Ready Player One came in first with $41 million for a total gross of $53 million. That's oh, including because it opened the, a day early, right? Right because of the Easter weekend. Mm, that's a great opening weekend. Tyler Perry's Acrimony came in second with $17 million. Not too shabby for that. Black Panther, still hanging in there. It's in third place with $11.5 million. Uh, that brings its total gross domestically up to $650 million. Wow. And uh, that's after seven weeks. It's uh, it's breaking a bunch of records. It's, it's getting yep. up there. Yeah. Fourth place, I can only imagine, ten million. The total of fifty-five million. Yeah, I think that did a lot better and is doing a lot better than anybody expected it to. Yeah, still. And finally, in fifth place, Pacific Rim Uprising, nine million for a total gross of forty-five million. Wow, that dropped down from first to fifth place. Yeah, it's a sixty-six point seven percent change. That is not wow. too good. Um, I mean, just I can only imagine just beating it. That's crazy. Yep. I think wow. it's doing pretty well um, internationally, though. So okay. it might not be a total loss. Right. We'll see. Okay. So what opened in theaters yesterday? A Quiet Place. In the modern horror thriller, a family of four must navigate their lives in silence after mysterious creatures that hunt by sound threaten their survival. If they hear you, they hunt you. Directed by John Krasinski, who also directed brief interviews with Hideous Men and The Hollers, as well as a few episodes of The Office, who also stars alongside Emily Blunt, his real-life spouse. The script was written by Krasinski, Brian Woods, and Scott Beck, based on a story by Woods and Beck. This looks really scary. It looks scary. It looks pretty interesting. Yeah. I guess... Wow, it's at 97%. That's really good. That's really high. Yeah, Reviews 160. Reviews counted, 174, 168 fresh, mm-hmm. six rotten. Yeah, so maybe this might be a scary movie that we actually have to see. Yeah. Yeah. Also out this week, Blockers. It stars Leslie Mann, Ike Barinholtz, and John Cena as a trio of parents who try to stop their daughters, Catherine Newton, Geraldine Viswanathan, and Gideon Adlin from losing their virginities on prom night, directed by Kay Cannon. This sounds like a a girl version of American Pie, doesn't it? It does. Um, I think, as you said, it features a little more on the parents, though. The parents weren't that important in the American Pie series except mm-hmm. for his dad i guess but um well and stifler's mom yeah <laughs> but no oh, wow i mean this looks kind of stupid to me but it's actually at 83 percent fresh so that's really pretty good yep 133 reviews 110 fresh 23 rotten hmm. so maybe not it's as funny. high as a quiet place no comedies almost never are though because they're so like it has to be your taste right if it makes you laugh, you know, give it a good review. So it's, I think 83% is really good for a comedy. Oh, yeah. Also out, The Miracle Season. 
based on the inspiring true story of West High School girls volleyball team. After the loss of the school's star player, Caroline Line found in an accident in 2011, the remaining team players must band together under the guidance of their tough loving coach in hope of winning the state championship. Directed by Sean McNamara and starring Helen Hunt, William Hurt, Erin Moriarty, and Danica Yarish. This one we saw the um, trailer for in front of something, uh, maybe A Wrinkle in Time, I don't remember. And I felt like I've seen the whole movie in the trailer. No need to watch it. But it's very inspiring, I believe. Not very, not doing very well uh, with ratings. No, 30 36% yeah. tomato meter. Yeah, that's pretty low. I Although mean, that's only 28 reviews so far. I don't know why it has so few reviews. Yeah, that is weird. But I don't know. It looks like a really formulaic underdog movie. If you like those, probably like it. It, you know, if you've had enough of them, don't see it. And finally in wide release, Chappaquiddick, depicting Ted Kennedy's involvement in the fatal 1969 car accident that claimed the life of young campaign strategist Mary Jo Kopechny, directed by John Curran and written by Taylor Allen and Andrew Logan. The film stars Jason Clark as Kennedy and Kate Mara as Mary Jo Kopechny with Ed Helms, Bruce Dern, Jim Gaffigan, Clancy Brown, and Olivia Thirlby. This I really wanted to see because I'm interested in this story. Oh, and it's uh, 79% on Tomato Meter, so that's not bad. Yep, 73 reviews, 58 fresh, 15 rotten. So, yeah, I mean, it seems like a lot of pretty well-reviewed movies coming out in wide release this week. Wow, yeah, it's true. Except for the volleyball one right also out in limited release you were never really here a traumatized veteran unafraid of violence tracks down missing girls for a living is this the joaquin phoenix one yes oh yeah okay 88 percent tomato meter not too shabby the endless two brothers return to the cult they fled from years ago to discover that the group's beliefs may be more sane than they once thought this one the trailer looked pretty good oh my gosh it's at a hundred percent right now oh wow 35 oh. reviews too mm. not like too short um this yeah this it, the trailer looked really fascinating <laughs> Might be one to see. And Low Life. The sordid lives of an addict, an ex-con, and a luchador collide when an organ harvesting caper goes very, 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 very wrong. <laughs> that doesn't sound good, but it's actually at 95%, so maybe it is. Ding, ding. Here comes the news train. Deadline reports Kevin McDonald is on board to direct Guantanamo Diary. Michael Bronner is scripting the project which follows the tribulations of 45-year-old Mohamedou Old Slahi, a man who was a suspected terrorist and had been incarcerated at Guantanamo Bay for 15 years without ever being charged with a crime or having the opportunity to defend himself in court. He was let out only last year. Sounds like he was tortured quite a bit too, so might be a hard-to-watch but interesting movie that they're making. Yep. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Netflix has threatened not to bring any titles to the Cannes Film Festival after festival director Thierry Frameau said last month that he won't screen any Netflix films in competition. The decision is not final and depends on what the official Cannes lineup is when released on April 12th. 
So they're just having a little feud there, huh? Yeah, I know we reported on this a few weeks ago mm -hmm. that they were not going to screen any Netflix films in competition or uh, non-theater films, right? Mm-hmm. But so, they specifically called out Netflix. So we'll see what happens here. Yep. According to The Hollywood Reporter, a series based on a league of their own is in works at Amazon Studios. Something you'd want to watch? Yeah, I like the film. I don't think I ever saw it. No. There's no crying in baseball. That I know. Yep. According to Variety, a Hidden Figures TV series is in the works at Nat Geo, inspired by the film, which was itself inspired by a book by the same name. The TV project, which is in the early stages of development, will be executive produced by Peter Chernin and Jeno Topping of Chernin Entertainment, both of whom executive produced the film. This is a scripted series. Yeah, I was going to ask that. It's it's not a documentary. It's a scripted series. Cool. No, apparently they're trying to move more towards a scripted series on Nat Geo, whatever mm -hmm. that is. Um, but obviously it's something related to National Geographic. Right. Um, but yep, scripted series. That sounds really interesting. I want to watch this. Entertainment Weekly reports Steven Spielberg confirms Colin Trevorrow will direct the third Jurassic World. He directed the first one, right? Right. And then I think he was involved as an executive producer, maybe a writer on the second one. But I'm, I'm guessing he probably didn't direct the second one because he was planning on directing episode nine of right. Star Wars. But mm -hmm. he was uh, let go or left, whatever. So now he's, in, now he's available for well, Jurassic World 3. Yeah, I liked the first one, so sounds good to me. According to The Wrap, a high-fidelity TV series is in the works for Disney's upcoming streaming service. The show is based on Nick Hornby's 1995 novel and the 2000 movie starring John Cusack and Joan Cusack. The series will have a new take on the book and movie, centering around a female record store owner instead of a man this time. Hmm. I mean, I love that movie, and so I'd be interested in this show. I'm a little worried that it's on Disney, that they're going to tone it down and not have it be as edgy as it was. It was a little edgy, and I, I liked that about it. I, I didn't know. remember it being that edgy. But, no, um, not a lot, but it's just Disney, you know? There's right. But I don't think this is as a, this is not like the Disney Channel. I imagine they'll have some adult-ish stuff. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I don't I'm know. a little worried about that, but okay. Netflix announced today that they have ordered the new comedy series Dead to Me from writer Liz Feldman, Two Broke Girls, and executive producers Will Ferrell and Adam McKay. Dead to Me is a dark comedy about a powerful friendship that blossoms between a tightly wound widow and a free spirit with a shocking secret. The first season has been given a 10-episode order from the streaming site. Is the free spirit's shocking secret that she or he is dead? <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Yep. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is coming back for a final fourth season, according to lead actress Rachel Bloom. The news that it was coming back, I guess, was announced by the WB recently, but the fact that it's its final season, I guess, is kind of news coming from her Twitter account. Yeah, she tweeted about it being the last season, so I guess that's it for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I really kind of think only the first season was really good, and the others were eh, so I'm not that sad to see it go. Hopefully they bring Greg back now that they 
know it's ending. Maybe? Gary Whitta, one of the screenwriters behind Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, and the screenwriter on The Book of Eli, announced on Twitter that he is working with co-writer Jonathan Betul, who wrote 1984's The Last Starfighter, on a reboot of the sci-fi cult classic. Uh, I know a lot of people like that movie, so might be interesting to see it rebooted. According to The Hollywood Reporter, the new Lord of the Rings TV series is expected to cost over a billion dollars when production expenses like casting, producers, and visual effects are factored in. According to the terms of the deal, Amazon is committed to five seasons of the series. Peter Jackson may be involved as an executive producer, but it's up to him. A dialogue was recently started by his attorney between Jackson and Amazon. Interesting. They're really making a big bet on this show. They are. We'll have to see what happens. I hope it doesn't bankrupt Amazon. I think Amazon will be okay. (laughs) Okay. But we'll see. Deadline reports Dan Mazu has been tapped to write a draft of Armada based on Ernest Cline's New York Times bestselling novel for Universal Pictures. Uh, He's the writer behind Ready Player One. Cline wrote an earlier draft of the screenplay and will remain in collaboration with Mazo and producers on the forthcoming draft. So I checked out this guy. He really hasn't uh, written very much. Uh, Two things in development, I think, and the only thing finished was Wrath of the Titans. I don't know know what that is. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, weird choice, but um, I'm interested because I liked Ready Player One uh, in another book by Ernest Cline adapted for the screen. You haven't read the Armada yet? No, I haven't read Armada. Sounds like this is pretty early, so who knows if he'll be the final screenwriter. I guess no director is attached or anything yet. No. Okay. Uh, and a couple of cancellations I just wanted to mention. Everything Sucks has been canceled after one season at Netflix. Oh, that um, was quick. That was quick. We only started, We I think we watched two episodes. Yeah, I didn't um, like it. <laughs> I was hoping for more. I mean, I've, I've seen some people compare it to Freaks and Geeks, and that's kind of mm. what I was hoping. It, it was a it really quite, bad copy didn't quite of make it. it. I mean, we've only watched two episodes. Maybe mm. it gets better, Mm-mm. but it's definitely not up to the caliber of Freaks and Geeks no from way. what I've seen so far. The characters weren't realistic like in Freaks and Geeks. They were very... Um, One-dimensional? S- yeah. Stereotypes. Yeah. Like, th- it was not good at all. So, I don't know. Uh, do you plan on watching any more? No, I don't. Okay. I'll probably finish it off and see okay. if it gets any better. But, yeah, I mean, not. I'm, I'm sad that it wasn't better but uh, additionally, Mozart in the Jungle has been canceled after four seasons on Amazon. This cancellation is the first major programming decision by new chief Jennifer Salk, who started in her new role a few weeks ago. The series won two Golden Globes for its first season, but hasn't received any Golden Globes or Emmy nominations since. Mm. So we haven't watched this. I had heard some good things about this. I know one of our listeners... Edward Bauer uh, was a fan, at least, of the first season. Well, I watched a couple episodes. Oh, did you? Did you like it? Uh, A good friend of mine really likes this, too, and so I watched a couple, but it just wasn't for me. I I mean, I could see that it was good, but nah. Yeah, it was a little surprising that it was being canceled, but, you know, Amazon doesn't release ratings, so who knows, you know, how well it was actually doing. 
Right. I do not hear a lot of people talking about it. Like I said, like one friend was raving about it, but no one else was talking about it. So I don't know. And now let's take a sponsor break. Do you like bridges? Yes. Then go to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, we have bridges here. Okay. Well, we passed the first of the month, so a lot of new titles came to streaming services. Netflix got Along Came Polly, Cats and Dogs, Cold Mountain, Friday Night Lights, Life is Beautiful, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, Scarface, Seven, Sin City, Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, The Iron Giant, The Lost Boys, The Queen of the Damned, Sundogs, Despicable Me, and 24 Hours to Live. They also have some originals. Walk Fu Season 3, Fari is the New Black, Six Balloons, Amateur, Fastest Car Season 1, Money Heist Part 2, My Next Guest Needs No Introduction with David Letterman, Jay-Z, Orbiter 9, The Fourth Company, The Boss Baby, Back in Business Season 1, and Troy, Follow a City Season 1. Amazon got The Blue Lagoon, The Departure, Carrie, Desperately Seeking Susan, Drugstore Cowboy, Escape from New York, Flashback, For a Few Dollars More, Friday the 13th, Internal Affairs, Mystic River, Paranormal Activity, Philadelphia, Project Nim, Red State, She's Having a Baby, Sleepers, Spaceballs, Still Magnolias, The Karate Kid, The Man in the Moon, The Replacements, The Thomas Crown Affair, The Winning Season, Throw Mama from the Train, Up in Smoke, and The Florida Project. I really want to see The Florida Project. That got such great reviews. Yeah, I want to see it too. I'm excited that that's on there. Yeah, that's like top of my list now. HBO got Girls Trip, Absolute Power, Dinner for Schmucks, Dr. Seuss's The Cat in the Hat, The Italian Job, Laurel Canyon, 9 to 5, The Omen, Orphan, Runaway Jury, SWAT, Waitress, Yes Man, Vice Season 6 premiered, and Paterno. Stars got the Amityville Horror, the 2005 version, The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, Never Here, 88 Minutes, Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Blade, Dracula, Edward Scissorhands, Falcon and the Snowman, Hellraiser, Matilda, Office Space, Primary Colors, Pursuit of Happiness, Roadhouse, Some Kind of Wonderful, Toys, Uncommon Valor, Young Frankenstein, Crash, Miller's Crossing, Reality Bites, Rookie of the Year, and Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. If we had stars, we could watch Matilda after me and our daughter finished reading it, but I don't think we do. We don't. Hulu had the series premiere of The Crossing, new show on ABC. Uh, National Treasure Kiri Season 2 premiered. I guess that's a Hulu original. I'm not, I don't know much about it. I'm not familiar. Um, also some movies, Accepted, Jane Eyre, Roxanne. Some other movies that also came to Amazon, so I didn't list them again. And Showtime got Amistad, Apollo 13, Crimson Tide, The Golden Child, Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2, Mona Lisa Smile, Robocop, Single White Female, Tron, The Weatherman, The Whole Nine Yards, A Dog's Purpose. And new out on DVD and Blu-ray, Insidious, The Last Key, Father Figures, Jane, 13 Reasons Why, Season 1, Ballers, Year 3, Basmati Blues, Beast of Burden, and Permanent. And also new to digital, The Commuter, The Post, and Divorce Season 2. 
So last week we ran two polls. The first one, favorite Spielberg movie. Uh, 20% went to E.T., 0 to Jaws, 50% to Jurassic Park, and 30 to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Wow. I definitely disagree with those results. Me too. E.T. or Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think I might have forgotten to vote. Well, Jurassic Park is not the best of those movies. No. Not at all. Um... I guess it has the I'm most surprised Jaws had such a low or got no votes whatsoever. Well, it's I the mean. bottom of my choices there, but, uh, but I that thought was people his, loved it. But that yeah. was his first big movie. Yeah, E.T. definitely would have been my choice, and oh, that's sad that it's in third place. Boo. And we also ran a poll favorite lesser Steven Spielberg movie. Oh, right. 14% went to 1941, which I've never even seen. 36% to Empire of the Sun, 21% to Hook, and 29% to AI. The Empire of the Sun was my choice, and it won. Yeah, Hook probably would have been mine, uh, but I don't have any real strong feelings about any of these, so I'm not as disappointed as the other results. Mm-hmm. Well, that's actually the order I would have put those, those ones in. Okay. All right, so this week we're going to run a poll. We mentioned quite a few uh, TV series based on existing movies that are being developed. Uh, so we're asking which movie turned TV series are you most interested in? Hidden Figures, A League of Their Own, Lord of the Rings, or High Fidelity? What are you most interested in? I don't know. Um, I mean, I guess Lord of the Rings... But maybe High Fidelity. It is hard to choose this early on when we haven't even, like, seen who's going to be in it or trailers or anything. Like, we don't, you know, we know so little about them. I'm really interested in Hidden Figures, Lord of the Rings, and High Fidelity. I yeah. guess The League of the, Their Own and is the only of, one I'm not because I never saw that right. movie. Right, and that was, it was a good movie and it's it's a good story, so... Uh, any of these could be good. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I, I, I still have to think about it. I'll let you know next week which one I chose. Okay. And that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show. Talk to you next time. Daily Show Podcast on. Daily Show Podcast off. Thank you.